the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. When I want something from God, I submit the supplication to Him in prayer. And when He does not answer, I take it to Him again. Because I know that what I am requesting, He is more than capable of performing. So when I don't see fruition of what I am asking, I go back to Him again in prayer. Why am I doing this? I know that's your question. If you've already prayed once, Valerie, why are you going back again? (laughs) Because the foundation that prayer is based upon, every child of God must know the immutable law. A simple definition of immutable is unchanged over time, cannot be changed. That's the definition of immutable. The word of God is immutable. It changes not. And every child of God must know the immutable law of prayer. And it's found in Matthew 7, chapter, verses 7 to 9. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks, receive. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Now, that's the promise of God, and it's backed by his power. The title of our lesson today is Holy Wrestling. Oh, my goodness. Whenever I go to the Lord in prayer and I enter into heaven's gates the first time that I seek him about a situation, I'm sure that if I have to go back again because I haven't seen an answer to that prayer, when I enter heaven's gates the second time, I know the angels are looking out heaven's windows, and one must say to the other, oh my goodness, here she comes again. There's Valerie. Look at her. She's on her way up the walkway. She's going to come back and talk about the same problem that she talked about the last time she came in here. Watch. That's exactly what she's going to do. I know that's what they must be saying. Because they know I'm going to come back again when I don't get an answer to the prayer. But I can't help it. That's just how I am. Until I see the answer, until I see fruition, 
and that problem is resolved, I'm going to persevere. I'm going to press my way. Holy wrestling is going to go on until the prayer request is answered. And God already knows me. I may come as a surprise to the angels, but I am no surprise to God. You see, once we know this law and we understand it, child of God, you got it made in this world. The woman in the book of Luke with the unjust judge, she was relentless. She would not stop pestering him. She was persistent, pressing her way in. She was wrestling with an unjust judge mentally to get him to do what she wanted him to do, to avenge her of her enemy. The parable of the persistent widow is one of the parables of Jesus. The judge had no compassion on the widow. She repeatedly goes to him. He knows she's just a poor widow seeking justice because of her persistence. He grants her her request so that he won't be worn out by her repeatedly returning with the same demand. This is the foundation of prayer. When we go to the Lord in prayer, we must believe that we are going to receive what we are requesting of him. If you don't believe it, you are not going to wrestle to get the prayer answered. This prayer is the way we must pray when we're acting in faith. The law is immutable. It will not change. God is not going to add to it or take away from it. It's yours and it's already complete. Now, the question is, will you use it? We have to know that he hears us when we're talking to him, when we're praying. Because if we don't know that he hears us, we might as well roll over and go on back to sleep because nothing is going to happen if we don't know that he hears us. Unless we have confidence and faith in him, that he is listening to our prayer, 1 John 5, 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. He hears us, child of God. Go to your father. You are his beloved. He wants to answer your prayers. He wants to build a bond, a relationship of trust. As you approach him and persevere in prayer, the bond gets stronger. The relationship, the union that you have with him becomes closer. He becomes the one that you count on, that you look to in adverse circumstances in life. You will have faith in him. And do you know what happens when you have faith? Your answers will be mightily answered bringing tremendous results. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hebrews eleven six. We can go further as we diligently seek him, knowing that he is the almighty. He has the power to change any circumstance. Then we begin to gain a fear of the Lord. When we gain fear of the Lord, we begin to walk in a state of humility And do you know the wages of humility? Do you know what they are? Proverbs 22, 4. The wages of humility is honor and riches. Oh, my goodness. Are you with me today? He is an amazing God. What other God is like him? None. He is the only God. And to think that you belong to him. Somebody should shout today. Many people pray 
And oftentimes, they feel as though they have failed miserably when their prayers go unanswered. However, knowledge is power. The foundation of prayer, the immutable law, requires holy wrestling. Watch this, Genesis 32 and 26. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Genesis 32 and 24 to 27. Jacob wrestles with God all night long because he would not be defeated and he wouldn't let go. Watch what happens when Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now, when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said this to him, what is your name? And he said, you are called Jacob, but now Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. I'm paraphrasing just a bit before Jacob's holy wrestling match with God. He had a meeting with his brother and he feared the meeting that was coming up with his brother. He feared for his life, but the meeting proves to be a gracious one. And Jacob goes so far as to tell his brother Esau, I see your face as seeing the face of God. Oh my goodness. Once Jacob wrestles with God, when he has this meeting that he fears so much, Everything has changed. The outcome is good. Everything works out in our circumstance. When we refuse to let go and we wrestle in prayer with the situation, that's when we see fruition to prayers. When someone turns a prayer request in to prayers heard in heaven, we always tell them we will pray until we see results from the prayer. And we will continue no matter how long it takes. We will pray until you see an answer to many of God's people often when defeated by life circumstances, refuse to pray. I have heard people say that they believe whatever God's going to do, Valerie, that's what he's going to do, whether I pray about it or not. No, no, no. I'm here to tell you that's not it at all. But the law is ask and you shall receive persevere, have faith in God. Mark eleven twenty two. You must be willing to engage in holy wrestling to win. Engaging in holy wrestling, being determined, persevering means that you are praying from a position of victory. That's why you will not let go. You're wrestling to win. I remember asking a lady who had just joined the prayer group to pray for someone. And after you know, I'd given her the prayer request. I went back to just kind of check in with her and say, hey, are you still praying about that situation? Because it isn't resolved. And she said, Valerie, when you gave me the prayer request, I prayed once. And after that, why do I need to pray again? And I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, 
You don't understand the ways of God. You've got to wrestle sometime in the spirit realm. The enemy will press his way. He will come against what you are praying and you have to persevere and not let go. You have to be persistent. Jesus didn't care what the opposition was. He pressed his way to get to the people that needed him the most. He pressed his way to Calvary. Everything that comes up in life won't always be easy. There will be times when you have to persevere through prayer. You will have to keep praying to see the answer to what you are praying for. Don't stop praying for that child. Don't stop praying about that marriage situation. Don't stop praying about that financial debt that's a mountain high. Don't stop praying about those student loans and that debt, the car loan that you have two or three car notes and you can't figure out how are you ever going to get out of this debt? Don't stop praying, knowing that God is bigger than your problem. He's bigger than your circumstance. He is greater than anything that you could possibly face in this world. The scripture says, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Matthew 7, 7. This is the immutable law. The Amplified Bible gives us a clear description of this passage, and it reads this way. Ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. Now this becomes clear Jesus is telling us to advance in prayer. Pray fervently. I'm speaking about praying with intensity in your prayer. Don't become weaker as time passes and the prayer has not been answered. Prevail in prayer. Keep asking God to answer the prayer. Increase in strength and the focus of your prayer. If the prayer remains unanswered and you have asked and now you seek, go back to the Lord seeking. If the prayer remains unanswered, knock. This is showing perseverance in prayer and you will receive from God what you are requesting of him. But it is clearly telling us endure Do not back down. Do not take no for an answer, but press forward, praying more fervently as the days pass or hours pass. You will experience trials in this life. We will face and meet adverse situations, difficult people, yet perseverance brings reward. Holy wrestling will cause you to take the victory. But you must be steadfast in your faith. In the ministry, I always request updates on prayer requests. Why? Because of the immutable law. If we need to persevere until the answer comes, I need to know what's going on in that person's life. Are you seeing results of the prayer? Because if you aren't seeing results, then we're going to change the way we're praying. We're going to go into fasting. The Lord may say, Valerie, go face down before me and cry out for this person, for this situation, for this child, for this marriage, for this debt this person is under, for this business transaction where the partner will not submit and do their part. Those types of situations, oftentimes we have to persevere. There is an enemy in this realm. Oftentimes God will tell me the reason the prayer isn't being answered. 
And so we don't want to charge God foolishly or you're just not answering because you don't want to answer. There may be something else that's keeping that prayer from being answered. Remember my son's friend who had a trach for so many years and he fell at work. And as he was falling, my son reached you know, he dashed across the floor to try to catch him. He saw his co-worker falling, and he was trying to catch him before his head hit the concrete. But my son's heart was broken because as he dashed to save him, his co-worker fell, and his head crashed on the concrete floor, and he had several brain bleeds. I remember my son saying, Mother, I picked him up in my arms, and I couldn't wait for an ambulance, and I rushed him to the hospital in my car through the ER, and he said he laid in the bed unconscious and lifeless. The prayer group prayed. We fasted, we prayed, and we sought God. But this man's life continued to hang in the balances. My son would call me one night with pain in his voice, and he just couldn't understand how his friend's life continued to fail. We prayed. I could hear the heartbreak in my son's voice. You know, he's a really strong person, an ex-military man, just really strong, you know, and I, but I could hear his heartbreak. And as I could hear the heartbreak in his voice, my heart began to break. And I went back to the Lord in prayer and I called out and I said to him, Lord, why aren't you answering me? Why am I praying and praying for him and you aren't answering? Why won't you hear him? Why won't you heal him? Why are you allowing him to die? I mean, I'm praying and I'm crying out. Do you know that the Lord spoke to me? He said, you don't know how he's lived his life. In other words, don't blame me. Don't blame me when you don't know this individual's life. Immediately, the Holy Spirit had given me the answer. I said, Lord, if there is anything between you and him, would you please Bought it out and remember his sin no more. Father, I'm asking you, give him a second chance. And if you've already given him a second chance, then please, Lord, give him a third chance. And Father, if you've given him a third chance to correct his life and he hasn't, Lord, then I'm asking you, in your infinite mercy, would you give him a fourth chance? And Father, and I knew I was pressing the mark. If you've already given him a fourth chance, then please, Lord, I'm requesting whatever number of chances you've given him, Lord, please, would you grant him another one? This is asking, seeking, knocking, holy wrestling with God. Do you know that this man, to my son's knowledge, he had no family, only one elderly family member, but no, you know, wife or children or anything like that. Well, as we continue to pray, he opened his eyes one day and they canceled the brain surgery, but then they put him in hospice and we prayed some more. They took him out of hospice. He began talking and answering. It was a glorious day as my son's heart just leaped for joy when he called me about how he was responding. Do you know that this man came out of the hospital and went to rehab and he's alive today? Our eyes must not be fixed on the problem, but fixed on God. We are going to see difficult circumstances, but knowing that God is in control, knowing that he can do exceedingly and abundantly above what we're hoping or asking for through 
Christ Jesus, knowing that God will answer our prayers as we persevere and seek him. He will even tell us what is going on in the spirit realm. You know, there is a man named Job in the Bible, and I want to show you how his battle was won in spite of the adverse circumstances. And I believe today you'll see new insight in Job's situation. Job had an awesome relationship with God, but sometimes we wonder why did he suffer and what really caused these things to happen. Job was an amazing man. However, the meaning of his name even means afflicted. Job was intelligent and he was an eloquent speaker and writer. And the people around him had great admiration for him. He was wealthy and well-established, and he gave God the glory for all that he had. He had a large family, extensive flock. The Bible says he's blameless and upright, always careful to avoid doing evil. Well, God allowed Job to go through a trial, but Job couldn't see what you and I see when we read the Bible. Job couldn't see that on the other side of his trial was Satan trying to torment him. Job couldn't see what you and I see. But yet, even though he didn't understand all the things that was happening to him, loss of his children, loss of his finances, loss of his flock, deterioration of his health began Job says this, though he slay me yet, will I trust in him, but I will maintain my own ways before him. Job could not see in the spirit realm, but as he went through the trials, Job continued to trust God. You see, God wanted Job to have a new revelation about him. He wanted to bring Job up to another level and Job couldn't understand this, but yet He trusted God and Job held on. And so as he goes through his trials, Job comes to the place where the eyes of his understanding are now enlightened and he receives revelation. He says this in Job 42, 5, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Oh, my goodness. Now Job has a breakthrough. That is holy wrestling. Job has a breakthrough in the spirit realm. He says, I have heard of you with the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. He's saying, now I have a new understanding of you, Lord. Now I have new revelation. Job has a breakthrough in the spirit realm. And the Bible shows us that once Job has a breakthrough, Once that happens, his captivity is released, the Bible tells us. And Job's riches are returned. He has more than he had before. Job is given children again. Job gains more than he ever had before his trial in his life. And that's what God does when we persevere, when we press our way, he gives back the years that the locust has eaten. We see increase and multiplication of the good in our life. We are restored. Oh my goodness. The Bible says after you have suffered a while, I will establish you. He will restore you. 
That's what God wants us to understand today. We will meet adverse situations. There may be difficult times, but hold on to your faith. Hold on to the fact that you know that God hears you when you pray. We know that he hears us. And because we know that he hears us, we know we have the petitions that we ask of him. 2020 is a year of breakthrough for the child of God. It is the year of communion. It is a year where the child of God steps into a dimension of a relationship with God, an unbreakable relationship as we stand on the immutable law. God is going to give you a breakthrough. In 2020, the year of breakthrough for the child of God, you're going to have revelation beyond anything that you have ever dreamed. God wants you to have heard of him with the hearing of the ear, but you will be able to say in 2020, now my eyes see you. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. Joan and I invite you to join us on the conference line every Saturday morning. Please go to our website and join us at 7.30 a.m. Central Time for a powerful message from the Lord. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.